Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Audio. Audio Media presents Young's Infinite City Created by Alex Dolan Whatever the news, wherever you are. New footage has surfaced from the incident 10 days ago when a series of explosions sank the USS Valiant. At the time, the Valiant was carrying a full load of M3 back to the port of Los Angeles. This footage was taken from the deck of the Valiant during the attack. A warning, this clip contains violence and profanity. What are we waiting for? It's a ghost ship, ain't it? I'm sure that's what the captain's trying to figure out. It's one of ours, right? One of our patrol boats. I'm sure he's checking. I've already looked up the number myself. It's one of ours. Seriously? That number is the Winston B. Carlisle. It's an active ship. It's one of ours. Maybe the comms are out. Maybe. But we've been staring at this thing forever. It's just bobbing out there. Like a rubber duck. To the vessel claiming to be Winston B. Carlisle. We know you are not the Winston B. Carlisle. We have received confirmation that the real Winston B. Carlisle is currently on patrol in the South Atlantic. We will prepare to board. Do not take action or you will be fired upon. It's a fake. It's a pirate ship. It's coming right at us. Are they crazy? Do not approach. I repeat. Do not approach. If you do not cut engines, you will be fired upon. Stop your engines. These guys are going to get blown out the water. Have you ever seen something like this? Pirate ship that looks like one of ours. No, this is new. What the f*** just happened? Floor 99. Mr. Van der Hayden, could you rest Dalton on the floor? <gasps> Are you Leviathan? Poison! Asshole! You've got a few minutes before it kills you. Don't panic. Yet. I'll keep asking until you provide a satisfactory answer. Who the f- who the fuck is Leviathan? They're taking credit for the attacks in the Pacific and in Boston. Here, I'll refresh your memory. 
The attacks on the USS Valiant and in Boston Harbor are warnings. More will come. We demand natural law democratize its supplies of the M3 Megazorbent to provide water for those nations who cannot provide for themselves. We demand an equitable distribution of a life-sustaining necessity. We are dying. We are desperate. We have nothing to lose. So we are vengeful. We are savage. We are... Leviathan. Sound familiar? Because it's the same sentiment you shared with me in the garden. I recommend you find the words. You've only got a few minutes. That's Natural Law's latest whisper pad. You might not have seen this model. More languages and the like. Babblefish auto-translate. Even if you grunt, it'll read it. It also detects emotions and can tell if you're lying. Great tool for first dates and divorces, if you get me. So, are you Leviathan? Fuck off. You're not helping yourself if you don't answer the question. If you're going to spend your last few breaths telling me to go fuck myself, I'm afraid we'll both be out of luck. Mr. Damo, you've got Secretary Mitchell on the line. This is the fifth time he's called. Fine. Put him through. Audio only, please. Grace, you fall asleep on me? I wasn't in a place to talk, John. Don't test my fucking patience. Do you know how many diplomatic hand jobs I had to give today? I've got a dozen countries on my back, Grace. How can I help, John? They all want to know about the M4. They want to know it's not bullshit. Is it bullshit? What the hell is that? A new species of reptile we've been working on. Whatever. Is the M4 real or is it bullshit? It's real, John. When, Grace? Everyone's asking when. By the deadline. Within the week. Where the hell's your wife, anyway? She's in the lab. Like a scientist. I can assure you that's exactly where you want Dr. Young to be right now. Can you stop torturing your fucking lizard? We'll deliver the M4. Tell them that. I don't like relying on someone I can't control. It's the science we can't control, Mr. Secretary. Dr. Young is confident that we're on the precipice of unveiling the M4. So am I. That's the only choice we got, then. You've got the world's most formidable military at your disposal, John. You've got other cards to play. None that in well. Get me the M4. Tell your wife to speed it up. Let's see. I'd estimate you've got about 60 seconds left until your throat closes up entirely. Are you Leviathan? No. All right. <coughs> Mr. Van der Hayden, thank you for bringing Dalton up here. Could you get the anti-serum? Ma'am, be back in a moment. You did a number on Maxwell. You knocked the man out. I don't think anyone's ever KO'd Maxwell van der Hayden. Let Maxwell do his job, Dalton. Don't struggle. 
It's just an injection. He's trying to save your life. <laughs> Mr. Van der Hayden, thank you for your assistance. Could you give me some time alone with my stepson? May I? May I get one in? Yes, but don't knock him out. I need to talk to him. Thank you, ma'am. Next stop, floor 67. What the fuck? Don't be a baby. You had another half hour before it killed you. I can really stand. The drug does a nasty number on your inner ear. You'll have balance problems for a hot minute. You weaponized fruit? Don't be so surprised. We've got enemies out there. You're going to defeat them with fruit. We win however we have to. My mother named that thing after me. No, I did. Thank you for watching Corkboard. Current temperature is 93 degrees Fahrenheit, 33 degrees Celsius. Corkboard, whatever the news, wherever you are. With us today is natural law COO Grace Adamu, here to discuss the rapidly escalating problem of bandit attacks. Ms. Adamu, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. The goggles are a new look. I wish I could say it's a fashion choice, but the truth is I have a light sensitivity. The joys of getting older, right? Let's start by addressing the string of attacks we've seen over the past year. Baltimore, San Diego, Bristol, Busan. They're becoming more frequent and more severe. The death toll in Busan alone was calculated at 273. 286. How do you go about solving a problem like this? Problem might be an understatement. Natural law has now endured 89 attacks. All of them resulted in casualties, and almost all of those casualties have been women and men who worked for natural law. With every attack, my first thought is that for every person lost, there's a family who no longer has a mother, father, sister or son. So first and foremost, we need to be vigilant to protect real people from suffering real tragedy. We need to protect those people whose professions are bringing water to the world. And let's not use the word bandits. I hate that word. Let's call them what they are, terrorists. Is there a solution? We keep developing stronger measures to safeguard our workers. When we first started to harvest water, we couldn't imagine that anyone would want to sabotage us. It didn't make sense, but there it was. It started with the underwater mine that almost sunk the Lexington off the coast of Oahu. After that, we deployed distance detonators. Then we armed the ships with every form of artillery we could develop. When the attacks started happening at the docks, we deployed the barge buggies. Every attack prompted another innovation. The barge buggies are a good example. Our first model, the Toro, was good, don't get me wrong, but that had to evolve. So now we have the Rhino. When we see a vulnerability, we try to address it and deploy countermeasures. Most of the time, we learn what the enemy is using and create technology to fight it. We can even predict what they might be developing, but we can't anticipate everything. If you can't anticipate everything, how can you really safeguard your employees? Unfortunately, that's the nature of terrorism. 
They're always innovating new ways to wreak havoc. Like I said, we can't predict everything, but we can make sure the same thing doesn't happen twice. And we can make sure our retribution becomes fiercer every time. There's been a new wave of attacks on the pipelines with sticky bombs and underground tunnels. Can you talk about the measures you've taken to address those? Our pipelines are protected by pipeline swarms, clusters of 2,000 microdrones, all of them the size of a pearl. They read heat signatures, surface movement, and use sonar to detect what's underground. If they find something, they summon the queen, as we like to call her, which is about the size of an eagle. That queen can fire on a target with the precision of a centimeter. A terrorist could be standing on the pipeline itself, and the queen could neutralize that threat without ever scratching the paint. How do you respond to criticism that natural law uses excessive force to defend its resources? We're protecting lives, and we're protecting water. We're safeguarding resources that keep millions of people alive year after year. This morning, the Chinese Minister of Water Resources, Wu Xu Cheng, made a statement, and I'll read the translation. Natural law, and by proxy the United States, is holding the world hostage by hoarding the overwhelming share of M3 supplies. China can build barges, ports, and pipelines. But we lack adequate M3 supplies because natural law still controls the means of production. Our people suffer. It is unconscionable that one corporation has enough power to decide the fate of the world. Billions of lives depend on an essential commodity that is manufactured and distributed by a single entity. Not only is it not sustainable, it is not equitable. So long as natural law has the power to choose how to manufacture and distribute this commodity, they should not be surprised when they become targets of violence. Acts of terrorism, while not acceptable, derive from the same frustration felt all the way from farmers up to prime ministers. The vast majority of life-saving chemical isn't available to most of the world. How do you respond? Second to the United States, China has the most M3 of any other country. They've also suffered the same terrorist attacks that we've seen in the U.S., and we've distributed as much M3 as we can produce. Holding the world hostage? <laughs> That's an inflammatory statement intended to dredge up political drama, which clearly it has. When China releases a statement like that, it's trying to put pressure on natural law to give them even more M3, which we don't have. And even if we did have it, we would give it to countries in greater need. China isn't the only nation to voice this kind of criticism. The same sentiment comes from multiple governments. Do you ever consider this criticism in your business decisions? We always listen. You can't run a successful business without listening to the people you serve. As human beings, we can't function unless we're connected. That means we need to listen. But look, we provide the world with an invaluable resource and we have to do so responsibly. The world's a complex place and our role in it is complex. Can we do better? Name someone who can't, but we do our best. You yourself have been the target of several attacks. Not attacks. And not just me. Rosalind Young and I have been the target of 37 assassination attempts. Some of those attempts were motivated by the same sentiment voiced by the Chinese minister. One of the assailants, Chang Bolin... He broke into our hotel room in Shanghai. Yes, Chang Bolin. Before he made the attempt on your lives, he sent an email to the press that read, Hell isn't death. 
Hell is the promise of hope that will always be denied. When millions of people hold out hope for water but end up dying of thirst, it's not just natural disaster. The rest of us feel like Tantalus, in a pool of water he can never drink. We are all Tantalus, which means we are all in hell. And that makes Rosalind Young nothing short of the devil. Is there a question? How would you respond to that? The man tried to kill me and my wife. I don't really care what he had to say about either of us. On a remote island in Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. You're not Leviathan. You poisoned me. I had to be sure. The whole world's at stake. You thought it was me on that monitor. It didn't sound anything like me. I didn't think it was you on the monitor. I assumed he'd hired some stooge as a stand-in for you. So this Leviathan, was that a mask on his face? You know, I couldn't see clearly. My eyes tend to water when I'm choking to death. It's a mask that's supposed to look like a sea monster, I guess. We can tell he's changed his sequence, so it wouldn't matter anyway. We wouldn't have a record of the face or the voice. You think he, or, or they, took my mother? If you're not part of Leviathan, no. You'd be the only reason to keep the kidnapping secret, because we could track you down in, well, in the same time it took to track you down today. If you're not Leviathan... Well, they've taken credit for everything else. The Valiant and Boston Harbor. Why would they give up the opportunity to trumpet their abduction of the most influential woman on the planet? You don't think she's been abducted, then? If you put a gun to my head right now, I'd say no. But I've been wrong before. Rarely, but it happens. So then what? So if she hasn't been kidnapped, that means she's run away, doesn't it? Fortunately, we've got someone downstairs who can give us some information. What's going to happen to her? Flora? Don't feel sorry for her. She was coming to kill you. We found a gun in her purse. Maxwell scared her off. So you've got him to thank for you having a heartbeat at all right now. She had a gun? Not a normal gun either. Some antique with bullets like the ones you keep. Terrorist-like bullet guns. For the same reason you do, I suspect. Because we don't trace them anymore. It would be as pointless as tracking down a slingshot. She says she's with Leviathan. Proudly. What if Leviathan isn't a real organization? Maybe it's a, a movement, like a rallying cry, like save the elephants. Like there are any more to save? I can't believe you poisoned me. Why would you think I'd be a part of this? Any number of reasons. All I knew was that you and our flora were officially doctor and patient. I thought, what if you became more than doctor and patient? For all I knew, you were co-conspirators. Maybe she was working at your behest. Maybe you sold her your biodata. Maybe you gave it to her as a lark because you're looking forward to the doomsday anyway. Come again? That armory of weapons at your house, all that training. Yeah, I know about all that. You're getting ready for something. You're probably watching the Pacific standoff and hoping the big payday is finally coming. Maybe you thought you'd nudge it along. 
Maybe you had it out for your mum just enough to kidnap or kill her. If I kidnapped my mother, it would mean I'd actually have to spend time with her. <laughs> I needed to find out who you were. Who you really were. Fear of death really brings that out in a person. Now I know. You're just a chump who's been had. I'm a chump who's leaving. Did your mother contact you at all over the past few weeks? Voice? Message? Handwritten note wedged into your morning scone? Did she come to you in a dream? I don't hear from her. I, I don't think about her. There's a good son. You're telling me they stole my biodata and hacked into natural law. How did my biodata get into their system anyway? I don't work for natural law. Rosalind put it there, obviously. God knows why. Me? <laughs> I'd never keep my biodata in the system. Total liability. If someone ever got their hands on me, they'd snip and snap all my tender bits to crack the company code. They could still do all that, but it won't get them anywhere. Tons of people have their biodata in the NL system. Only a handful have full access. God knows why, but you're one of them. Why aren't you feeding those other people Dalton Berries? Who's to say we haven't? It might be her greatest blunder, leaving you in the system. Or maybe not. I've never seen your mother do something that wasn't intentional. This is the highest point in Boston, isn't it? You can see the smoke from the harbor up here. Still on fire. How many people were hurt? 96 dead and 271 injured. And some still under the rubble. We don't know how many. The whole area is contaminated, you know. We'll need to evacuate. The city's going to be chaos. You're holding me responsible for that because someone snatched my biodata? <laughs> Why not blame my mother? Because she's not here! When was the last time you spoke to her? <sighs> Months. Uh, maybe sometime last year for a birthday call. <sighs> Do you think she's dead? She went missing the day the valley went down. By now we would have found something. It's easier to find a corpse at least with our tech. Corpses don't move. That's how you talk about your wife? I don't have the luxury of crumbling. I don't see any tears on your cheeks either. I've already had one parent go missing. I wondered how long it would take for you to bring up your father. Frankly, I'm furious with her. If she abandoned me in the middle of all this... Why isn't the FBI looking for her? The FBI don't know. Not many people do. Do you understand the panic that would ensue if people found out she disappeared? You've got all the tech in the world. Nothing? Nothing on Recog. She could have modified her sequence to change her face and voice, just like Flora, or wh whoever that was, on the monitor. You know better than that. It takes time for genetic modifications to cause physical changes. Are any real human beings looking for her? I sent out a team to search for her. They couldn't find anything. Where did you send them? Don't be an imbecile. You know where. Mr. Damu, I've got Captain Dalal on the line. Put him through... Audio only? Full video this time. Uh, Ms. Adamu, I'm checking the status of the security breach. Uh, uh, how bad is it? Why are you wearing goggles? Does anyone else have detailed plans of how to blow up a water barge? We don't know anything more than we did yesterday. 
Have you met Dalton Fisher Young, Rosalind's son? Dalton, this is Captain Ishan Dalal of the USS Halo, the ship tasked with delivering the remainder of the M3 back to the United States. Good to, to meet you, sir. Dalton is helping us looking into the security breach. We're actively investigating to see how bad it is. For now, we don't know anything, sorry to say. It's not just me asking. This impacts all the barges. Are you in contact with the other barges? Australia and Japan. Are you still worried about pirates? Don't you have enough to worry about with the rest of the battleships out there? We have a lot to worry about. Captain, I wish I had more to tell you. We just don't have anything more right now. Dalton, am I forgetting anything? No, I think that's everything. Captain, I promise this is a top priority. I'll let you know immediately if we hear something useful. Is that fun for you? Just wanted to give you a taste of what it's like to be me. Didn't taste good, did it? Listen, I know you don't like me. I don't need the whisper pad to tell me that. You almost killed me. You hate me because of your father, don't you? There are a lot of reasons I don't like you, but it has nothing to do with my father. You hate me because I backfilled your father's position. Romantic. You know, if your father were still here, you'd probably still be a smarmy little shit. You'd just find something else to be unhappy about. You're probably a pain-in-the-ass kid, too. No. I liked my childhood. I'm serious. When my parents were still together, I was a pretty happy kid. We used to go to a cabin in uh, upstate New York. Finger Lakes region. Most of the forests up there were still intact. At the time, natural law was working out of a tiny little lab in an old textile factory. We had a small cabin, nothing fancy, just as the three of us would have dinner sitting around a small table. Quiet. Just us. Do you really think your mother killed your father? All I know is that my father disappeared. I don't know what happened to him or what she had to do with it. But she knows something, and she never told me. I don't need a fucking whisper pad to tell me when she's lying. And she lied to me every time I asked. I know all the reasons you hate your mother, too. It's not just your father, is it? It's also because of Melody. She didn't know about Melody, you know. The research at the time... Don't do that. Don't, don't try to sound comforting. You hate me more than I hate you. You know why I don't like you? Because your mother is the love of my life. And somehow you still have a connection to her that's stronger than anything I'll ever have. <sighs> Fun being me, isn't it? Whatever your feelings about your mother, this is bigger than all that. You want me... To I want you to come with me to fetch your mother, yes. Between you, Vander Hayden, and a company of 900,000 people, there's got to be someone that knows how to track down a runaway. You know where we need to look. Your biodata is in the system, full access. For God's sake, you're one of the only people who's been inside the Infinite City. I've never even gotten a peek that means something. I'll say this in a way that won't cause any confusion. I am not coming to the Infinite City with you to try and locate my mother. You want her to be safe. I hear it in you. I don't care enough to make sure of it. You petulant shit. You care. 
Under the skin, there's still something that connects you two. Even if you don't want to admit it, you can never completely sever the umbilicus. Look, do you want to stop a global disaster or not? You're a fucking doctor. All those patients you have hooked on Traxador. Why don't you get off your ass and try to save their lives so they don't have to choke down knockout pills every night? Admit it. There's a part of you that wants to save people. You wouldn't be a shrink if you didn't. And you're the part of you. The cockroach will be content scurrying around the fallout. You wouldn't be a survivalist if you didn't want to survive. How can you be sure she's there? That place is uninhabitable. Just because it's uninhabited doesn't mean it's uninhabitable. <laughs> what makes you think we'd have a better shot of bringing her back than whatever team of ex-Marines you sent up there? You have full access in our system. Doors could open for you. We tried brute force and it didn't work. Sometimes a feather works better than a hammer. All right, let's play this out. Say we go up there and we find a way inside the Infinite City. It's a full-size city. You know that, right? A city where you probably won't have access to drones or recog. We'd have to find her ourselves, door to door. Say, say we're lucky enough to find her. What's the plan? We throw a sack over her head and drag her back, and we squeeze the, the M4 formula out of her like she was a toothpaste tube. I mean, you see how ridiculous that sounds. <laughs> I'm done. And I'm leaving. Your mother can't be trusted. Don't I know it. She can't be trusted with herself. She's not in control of herself. Floor 99. You're back. Mr. Van der Hayden. Ma'am, the suspect, she jammed a thumb through her eye socket into her brain. She's gone. <sighs> Nothing to be done. See if we find anything in the medical examination. And Mr. Van der Hayden... Whoever did this, break a finger, even if it's yours. Ma'am. Mr. Van der Hayden, can you hold the door? Ma'am. There's your chance, Dalton. The elevator to freedom. Unless, of course, you found our conversation compelling enough to keep talking. Ma'am? Let him decide, Mr. Van der Hayden. Dalton. Damn it. Close the door. Suit yourself. Sub level six. How'd you know I'd stay? Because we're talking about your mother. Your mother needs help. She might be lost. Physically, mentally, both. <sighs> She was in a bad place the weeks leading up to the Valiant. And this might have broken her. You of all people should empathise, if not as a son, then as a psychiatrist. Is she delusional? I've heard rumours, but I've, I've never seen it. When was the last time you spent any real time with her? She loses track of things. She's paranoid. She doesn't sleep sometimes. She sees things. Does she actually see ghosts? She's troubled by dreams. You have no idea the enormous guilt she carries. 
I can't tell you how many times I've heard her say that she's done more damage to the world than any war or plague ever could. I hope you don't expect a contradiction. Sometimes. She can't tell what's a dream and what's real. What does she do when she can't tell the difference? She wakes up and doesn't know where she is. If I don't wake up with her, she might wander outside. Usually I just track her down on the ground. It's not hard. She doesn't get very far. That's on a good night. Some nights she's convinced someone's in the house with us. I'll wake up and she's throwing crystal at the shadows. A while ago, she bought a gun. Not a pulse gun. One with bullets, like yours. She got a revolver from the 1980s. Can't believe the thing still works. When? Sometime between the 25th and 30th time someone tried to kill us. <laughs> At first I thought you gave her that antique because who else would have chosen that thing? It even made me happy because I thought it meant you two had reconnected. You didn't by any chance. No, I didn't buy my mother a gun. After that, she'd wake me up with gunfire. She'd just be running around and shooting up the house. The guards came and I'd have to make something up to send them away. So, one night I get up when I hear gunshots downstairs. I go downstairs to calm her down. And she got me. Right here. Oh my God, she shot you? A year ago. 16 stitches. I'm lucky it was my arm. That's when I got rid of the gun. Maxwell took it. Well, it's no mystery what's happening. She doesn't sleep. You stay up long enough, you're gonna hallucinate. Traxeter could help. <laughs> you, you can't solve every problem with a tranquilizer. Have you talked about therapy? You know your mother. But she shot you. And I got rid of the gun. Problem solved. I... Okay, this is insane. What does she say when you talk to her about this? She's terrified she's losing her mind, and she's just as terrified she might be sane. Does she genuinely think she's haunted? I don't know. It's not like we're having seances. How does she run a company? She copes. How? You know how she copes. In her current state, how could she possibly make it up to Maine? She's not always compromised. When she's present... She's still the sharpest mind on the planet. She has the occasional lapse, but that doesn't mean she's not still Rosalind Young. And the M4? After knowing the state of her mind, can you be sure it's real? I have to believe it is. That's all we have. It's our last, best effort. I need to find her. And I would consider it a kindness if you helped me. When? Immediately. We're just going to hop in the Bentley and drive up to Maine. Not the Bentley. We're taking the Rhino. Young's Infinite City was created by Alex Dolan, produced by Alex Dolan and Audio Media, and co-written by Alex Dolan and Vince Dejani. Starring Gavin Bentley as Charles Davis, Maria Balei as Grace Adamu, and Emma Sherjarko as Rosalind Young. Also featuring performances by Bill Roberts, Wynne Manning, Juliet Angeli, 
Zygmas Dobilauskas, Kristen Udowitz, Andrea Richardson, Nero Scott, Jez Sands, Ray Hurd, Byron Kerr, Georgia McKenzie, Mark Allen, Chris Harris Beachy, Akshdeep Singh, Paul Green Dennis, and Jason Webb. Sound design by Oliver Morris and Chris Harris Beachy. Line layout and QA by Chris Harris Beachy. Mixing and mastering by Brad Colebrook. For more information, visit www.infinitecity.net or www.alexdolan.com. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.